Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everybody, I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet. And this week we have Nurse Shark in the third chair. Hello from Phil- the Philly area. <laughs> the Philly area, which is also part of the internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, it, it is all of these things. It is all of these things and more. So uh, we've had um, just all kinds of stuff going on this week, um, more news than you could possibly hope to talk about. But as we've been doing recently here in Hell World, we, we open up with the lighter, fluffier, sillier stuff. And what could be lighter and fluffier than laughing at the train wreck that is Truth Social? <laughs> Everybody quit. Everybody quit. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Truth Social, in case you didn't know, is uh, Donald Trump's dying internet platform. That mm-hmm. uh, was originally that, that their big plan was pretty much to try to rope QAnon believers into joining the movement, into joining the platform. And let me tell you, uh, like QAnon was reacting as though they had never been courted or uh, talked to friendly before, and it was just like they just couldn't see what what suckers they were. But yeah. Q's, um, while Q's got to go somewhere, right? Yes. So while that was all happening, um, while their social media plan was uh, to do was to do this thing to bring QAnon in, their tech side was designed to apparently disastrously crash and fall apart. Um, they had promised that they were going to have uh, Truth Social ready for Android um, service, uh, Android phones. 
by the end of March, and we are now recording this podcast on April 7th, <laughs> and you still cannot get on Truth Social via Android. Uh, mm-hmm. I applied to join Truth Social sometime in the middle of March, and I have not had my account for Truth Social approved yet. <laughs> they're, they're on um, to you. They're on to me, but also they're... There are plenty of QAnon supporters who have uh, said that they have, are still waiting yeah, to get in. They're not happy. It is. And, oh, they're not no. happy. And, and they're, and the, absolutely. They're not, not happy and, at all. They're like, yeah. re- they're really saying, you know, kind of like, what is going on? You know, why, why would this take this long? They're really kind of not getting us to this technical difficulty because it's just never happened with any other platform in that kind of way. So, I mean, they're really having a struggle with this to try and hold on with their fingernails to the side of the building and to not fall off, you know? So it was, it was a bunch of upper, it was like three upper people quit, right? The, like the chief, the chief technologist or whatever. I, I don't remember all their titles, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. The, the only guy that's like, the only guy that's been sticking it out right now is Devin Nunez, who, uh, when, right before I, we, right before we started recording this, uh, Devin Nunez is being torn apart on Gab <laughs> because there's nothing, there's nothing that Torba and Gab enjoy more than uh, a, an enemy social media platform. Uh, falling apart because oh, yeah. hey, that means uh, we we get to have more. Uh, we get to try to talk about how we're the ones, we're the good, we're the good place for Nazis to go. We're the place where you should go to pr- promote all your hatred and vitriol. And uh, so, yeah, Josh Adams and Billy Boozer, what a great pair of names those are. Guy, guy, and Billy Drunk person. Uh, they were the. They, yeah, they were the tr- Truth Social's chiefs of technology and product development. Uh, they left. They've uh, they've called it a day. So um, that uh, that little train wreck of an event has happened. Again, they weren't able to get on uh, Android, and uh, recently there have been reports that downloads of Truth Social on uh, on Apple's uh, App Store have decreased by 93% over the past month. That's a big number. Yeah. Yeah, literally literally everyone, yeah, everyone who wanted Truth Social got it in the first month, and probably the vast majority of them were not able to get on Truth Social in that first month. 93% drop off. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is horrifying, and uh, there are the, there are the official like unconfirmed reports because it's people on background who are not putting their names to right. it. But there have there have been statements that uh, Trump is debating uh, fleeing Truth Social and uh, joining Getter, which uh, one of his other minions What's started. Getter? Um, have we talked about Getter? Uh, Get- uh, Getter is an alternative. It's it's basically another alternative to Parler and Gab. Uh, Getter Although it sounds is, closer uh, to Grinder, <laughs> yeah. it oh, really sounds oh, it closer to Grinder. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, no, you're 100 percent right. Like they they went. Yeah, with so I mean, like, and and who's like super involved with it? Jason Miller, the most like unethical person, I think, outside of like war criminals, right? Well, He's like, why, isn't why do he... you say that about Jason Miller? Why is he so bad? I don't know the story of Jason Miller's terrible evil. Wait, I, Jason I Miller, the one that the cocktail that the guy that made the cocktail the that had the abortifacient like medication in it. Did I? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Oh, I, no, it could, you could be right. I just I just want to hear the story because I don't know this guy that well. I mean, yeah, okay, Jason so, Miller is the CEO of Getter. Okay, so he's been a trump aide but like while he was a trump aide and married he fathered a child with his wife but he also fathered a child with another woman aj delgado and went through a crazy amount of fighting over whether he was even the father and finally paternity was established and he's been having a huge fight over any kind of like child support and any kind of like presence in the child's life not been there but also he got a stripper pregnant so he also he got her out to a bar or went to her place of work had something made for her to drink and basically gave her like the abortifacient like medications Mm. that you give you, you know like morning after type pills um because she said she yeah, he was sp- he, 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 he sp- couldn't he spiked her martini or whatever it was so that he wouldn't have a third baby that was at all within like this within like two to four months of each other Okay. Uh yeah, so this is Gitter's creator and I mean, CEO. This is, but- yeah, this is and this is like the GOP who's not, you know, they are they are pro life. They are, you know, pro family and this guy could not be more of an example of just the opposite of everything Not that they yet. say that there are. And I mean, talk about, you want to talk about a groomer? Like, this guy's sketchy. Uh, I wouldn't put him near anyone. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey groom, groomers are for the heavy side of the news. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's, oh, we'll that's get there. I will, I will wait. I will wait. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, I just looked it up. I just looked up J- uh, Jason Miller, uh, and yes, uh, uh, father of uh, AJ Delgado's kid, and uh, a an unnamed uh, Doe um, uh, had spiked. The, basically, yeah, basically gave her uh, a plan B, plan B by blending a pill into a fruit smoothie. Yeah. So yeah. okay, that's and what it was. The ins- the ensuing controversy caused him to leave his position as a political commentator on CNN. I love that that's like CNN's hard line is uh, trying to trick a woman into having an abortion against her will. That tisk 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 Jason Miller, you're off CNN for that. Holy shit. Oh, I mean, it's like, holy cow. I, I guess CNN is more quote unquote pro-life than than truth than than gutter 
and well, and the uh, Trump administration yeah. by having him as an advisor. Well, they found well they found out he was pro choice. They got rid of him real quick. Um, but but basically, uh, the thing the thing is is that Trump apparently had said he didn't want to post on truth until it was good and that, that truth was and that truth was quote not ready for prime time so trump didn't want to bless it with his presence what does that mean until it was good like well I, I, the terminology in the in the article was not ready for prime yeah. time so when get when truth was ready for prime time trump would show up because right I think he, I think he made one post ever on Truth, and it was just sort of like, "Hey, join me here because it's great." And then he basically walked off the platform. And was like, "Actually, no, it's not great. This place sucks. <laughs> no, I hate it. I, I hate it. I hate it." And I'm going to go join uh, the guy who uh, fathered two kids in a couple months with two different women, and uh, apparently had another woman have an abortion against her will. I'm going to go join that guy's platform. That's the platform for me. I'm amazed. Oh, I'm honest. I'm honestly amazed that that isn't like every third post on Gab from Torba, because it feels like to me that if you're if you're this giant dum dum that does nothing but scream about Christianity and wrap yourself in the cross and talk about Jesus, the fact that like one of your rival Nazi sites has a CEO who tried to make a woman have an abortion against her will. I feel like I would beat that would yeah. be a dead horse. I would never stop beating. I would be beating that dead horse for forever until it was nothing but a skeleton until I was actually just hitting the ground with my bat. Then maybe I would stop doing it, but I would never let that go. Yeah, I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is wild. I mean uh that is just super super uh crazy that like that that's the dirt bag that's running Getter and mm-hmm. I mean it's it's really it's it's really amazing. It, it's really amazing that you could look at the absolute colossal piece of shit that is Andrew Torba and and the the cesspool that is Gab and then you're like wow this guy that runs an, an alternative to Gab is actually worse. I mean, that is it's inc- that is breathtaking. How bad are these people? That is unreal. So uh, while all of that's going on in like the <laughs> right wing cesspool of social media, meanwhile while that all that's happening, a uh, new right wing hero and free speech warrior, Elon Musk, has jumped into the fray, buying himself a heap and helping of Twitter stock, and apparent and apparently having gotten himself appointed to the board of uh, directors at Twitter. So. Um, this and now what's really funny about this is, uh, as I pointed out on Twitter uh, a few days ago, uh, in the QAnon mythos, Q has a couple times referenced Elon Musk, but he didn't reference him to my name. Q does this dumb shit where he uses everybody's initials, yeah. unless you're Obama, pretty much. And EM, as uh, as Q called him. Q let EM know that he sucks and he's a bad dude and Q doesn't like him. And that's all there is to that. And right. of course, because um, QAnon doesn't care about anything that Q had to say, if it doesn't currently fit their agenda right now, they're all just like, Hey, shut up Q. Elon's our new daddy. He's going to bring Trump back. He's going to give us our accounts on Twitter back. We're, 
we're going to do this. And I actually saw one QAnon promoter talking up the idea that Elon is going to give Trump back his Twitter account so that Trump can finally post the tweet. And if you don't know what the tweet is, the tweet is Donald Trump. And he was supposed to say this when he was president, by the way. This wasn't supposed to be private citizen Trump saying this. Was supposed to tweet out, "My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us." What a and that, what a tremendous consolation prize! Like Shark was talking about before we started, we brought this up. They're just always like, "Oh man, I, I love me." the The bar just keeps getting lower. A bar so low it's on the floor now. They're just like, "Love me a consolation prize." It's like get Trump back on Twitter, huzzah! I mean, what are we even doing? Like, that—that's the thing that always that's gets so me unsatisfying. About this. That's so unsatisfying. That's like about as satisfying as a cross stitch pillow. I mean, come on. That really? That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. This that's is it. Thing. This is the. Yep. This is what I always bring up when it comes to QAnon is that Q started posting at a moment of extreme strength for the Republican Party. They controlled both houses of Congress. Trump was the Mm -hmm. president. Uh, Trump had a Twitter account and all of this stuff. And now we are um, four years after Q started posting and the Republicans now control none of Congress. They've lost the presidency. Trump is off Twitter. And now their victories are literally trying to get back to the status quo of 2017, trying to get where we were back when this whole thing started, which is so ridiculous to me. It's like the idea that like, yeah, in 2017, we thought Trump was going to arrest Hillary and Obama like tomorrow. (laughs) But here in 2022, what we're hoping for is that the Republicans win back at least the House and maybe the Senate with the House. That'd be great. And then, then maybe Trump can get his Twitter account back. And and after all that happens, in 2024, Trump can win the presidency back. So then we can be back to where we were in 2017 when Q was posted shit. Only it will be seven years later. Nothing will have happened but we'll have gotten back to the starting point. And then maybe we can start dreaming yeah. about D class or the FISA warrants or something. I mean, it's just QAnon, the seven year plan to get back what we lost when Q was originally posting. That's the, that, that's what Joe M's new movie should be. I mean, it's, it's just so, it's so pathetic that they had, they had it all. They literally like, that was the one thing that Q like kind of got wrong with his posting was that there was nowhere for the Republicans to go but down from where they were. I mean, literally, they had all the power. Everything was theirs. Like all they could do was lose. All they could do, like if they if they had won those midterms, congratulations, you held serve. Who cares? Like, like you were at this. You were at like a nine on a scale of one to ten of what's supposed to happen. Where ten is the storm. Ten is Hillary and Obama getting cuffed and stuffed. Right. And since then, you've gone from a you've gone from the nine, which is total control of the government, running everything, doing whatever we want, to like a two, where it's like 
you still have Fox News. You still have Tucker Carlson promoting white nationalism on TV. These are the tiny handholds you still have in our government. Like you, you got uh, the only little bit of sunshine you got was you stuck an extra Supreme Court justice on there after sure uh, Ginsburg died. That was it. Like that was your that was the one little victory you got in one area of our government in the interceding uh, four years between Q first posting and today, and 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 of course today when we get to our actual headlines, those they they took a hit on that area too. That area not so great, not so great for them today. The sky a little gloomier. The roses not smelling quite as bright. Um, but right before uh, we get into all of that, I wanted to uh, play for you this. Apparently, the newest Q drop that has ever been made. Q returning from a nearly two-year absence with this message. You will see mass resignations from the Biden administration in the coming days. The chaos and corruption are becoming too much to manage for those in his inner circle. Mass exits coming very soon. And if you're wondering what Q drop was that, it's not a numbered Q drop. That was an actual post by Ron Watkins on Telegram. Ron, I'm Ron, I'm not Q. Yeah, Ron, I'm not Q Watkins. Posted that shit on Telegram. And if you don't, I mean, literally, this is the Wizard of Oz yelling into the speaker after Toto ripped the curtain back. It's the saddest shit. I mean, just literally, just. Being like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not Q. Now I'm just going to ride things exactly the way Q would ride them. And I'm going to say bullshit like you would about massive resignations in Biden's administration. Get the fuck out of here, Ron. Seriously. I mean, what clown shit? Who <laughs> who falls for that? I mean, it's just... Well, I know the answer already, but like, really, that that's egregious. We talk about it all the time, but that, that shit was... Obviously, I was like, oh, wow, Q posted and you didn't. Oh, OK, it's Ron. It's Ron. You, <laughs> you did post and it's Ron. Right. He, he just posted on a Telegram account and not on his aid couldn't account. That's the difference. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it. I have to assume. Like someone had to have come to him like I'm constantly just gaming theories on why he hard stopped. Someone had to have been like, yo, you you are if you keep doing this, people are going to people who matter are going to start paying attention. You will go to jail like someone had to have. That's what makes me wonder why didn't Q just sell out to Truth Social Media Q? Because, I mean, Truth Social is so desperate for it. They want that character. It's not like Jim or Ron want to use it. I mean, one more Q drop. It's like, hey, everybody, follow me on Truth Social. And and no one cares. Yeah. I mean, I, no one cares about the no outside comms. No one cares about any of this. They just want daddy back on uh, in the internet preaching bullshit so they can pretend like they follow him. Even though they ignore everything Q says when it's, when it suits their purposes. So, yeah, I, it is it is pretty mind-blowing. So, uh, having gone through all that fun stuff, it's time to get it. And, and, and thanks to the Jason Miller stuff, we actually did take a dark turn in the opener. <laughs> but now to get into the now to get into the real fun. I stuff. I am a little so macabre, aren't I? 
Yes. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news. Uh, so um, QAnon has suffered uh, another defeat and America has ob- obtained a, what, what small victories we can on the Supreme Court with uh, Judge uh, KBJ now becoming Justice KBJ, or I should say that she will be Justice KBJ soon because uh, she's been confirmed to the court, right. but she's got to wait for Stephen Breyer's retirement to be official and then she'll be sworn in and she'll be our, the newest and bestest of all our Supreme Court justices. So, even though the just, even though the Supreme Court is still ruled by a six three uh, sociopath majority, I would say Trump which got is, three appointments, right? Yes, and now Biden's yeah, gotten that, two, one, one. But, but this is Biden's first, and uh, I mean, but the, the I mean, with the way the reporting on Ginsburg's health went, the way we're reporting on Clarence Thomas now, if I got that news flash tomorrow, I would not be surprised because. Uh, that dude, that dude seems like it's been getting real bad, dicey for him. And uh, hey, at this point, uh, given what they did to steal the Supreme Court seats, I have no sympathy whatsoever. I have no shame saying that if some 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 ailment to his health uh, rendered him incapable of continuing to serve on the Supreme Court, hey, that's karma, baby. Yeah. That's how this works. I mean, you reap what you sow. And I would hope that, that I would hope Mansion and Cinema. And I mean, all the other 48 Democrats would definitely do it. I just hope those other two schmuckies wouldn't be like, now, now, this would be a little untoward doing exactly what the Republicans did with ACP. That would be that would be some dirty pool for us Democrats. So, yeah, uh, nuts to all that. Uh, and again, lifetime appointments. I want a 24 year old on the Supreme Court. I want someone fresh out of law school. Just put them on there and let them serve for seven Put him on there. Let him serve for seventy years. I have no no ethics in this situation. None. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, so yeah, she was confirmed. Uh, that was great. Uh, QAnon, who had spent uh, the past her, her entire confirmation hearing, um, being very happy that the Republicans were towing their party line when it comes to talking about people. Uh, being uh, light on pedophiles, uh, being pro-groomer, all of that bleak shit. Um, QAnon, of course, has uh, taken this news with their standard uh, misery. I saw one person talking about how eventually uh, Obama and Biden's uh, presidencies will be called illegitimate. And they're going to get Kagan, Sotomayor, and KBJ all off the court when this happens. And that hopefully Roberts will also resign at this point, And they can just get nine fascists on the Supreme Court, which will finally give us the Supreme Court America has been truly yearning for yeah. after yeah. all this time. And I don't think he's going to do it, but Biden had been looking at the legality of expanding the Supreme Court to... Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. Well, it, you... He, it is it is within his right, but again, the problem is is that you you need to abolish the fifty the filibuster, and you need fifty people in the Senate that are willing to do that, and we don't have those things. So, uh, thanks to yeah. the good people of Maine for not thanks to the good people from of Maine for not getting Susan Collins out. 
thanks to the idiot in North Carolina who had a winnable Senate race and then apparently couldn't keep his dick in his pants and got embroiled in a sex scandal and lost that winnable race for us. So, yeah, I mean, the Senate sucks. And if I was emperor of America, I would abolish <laughs> it tomorrow. Uh, but you are stuck with the government you have. So this is the situation the we're in. Yeah. So um, the other, the other, uh, apropos of nothing in a, in, a qu- in a quick little side note, um, there's been all this talk of uh, big uh, Democrat uh, names that have uh, announced that they are positive with COVID, like Obama said he had it, Hillary said she had it, Pelosi got it, Kamala Harris's husband got it. Uh, Jen Psaki, the press secretary, just came down with it. And um, QAnon, who are supposed to be like plugged into the Matrix and they see everything. The funniest part about this is that half of QAnon is now thinking that we're going back to the the before times, back when no one knew how bad COVID was going to be. And they thought that like when you said, when you were a famous person like Tom Hanks, and you said, I got COVID, that secretly meant that you had been arrested by the White Hats and were now getting ready to be shipped to Guantanamo Bay for your crimes, that, that is now, uh, they're re, some people are restarting that. Some people are starting that all up, and they're like, oh, Hillary and Obama, indicted, it's happening, we're going to get them. And the other half of QAnon are like, yeah, all these Democrats are faking that they got COVID so they can reinstitute the lockdowns and the illegal mail-in voting again. I see what you're doing, Democrats. I know your game. Uh, and so I've never understood yeah. and never will like the, the, the leaps of logic that they make constantly just baffling to me. They're just like, Oh, they got COVID. That means indictments. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like it's, it's real A to D logic. Well, I mean, this is the same. These are the same people who literally would look at anyone wearing a uh, an, an ankle brace and be like, "Oh, they're wearing that boot to cover their ankle monitor." They've been secretly indicted, and they're wearing an ankle monitor, and they're covering it up because, like, yeah, Hillary had a had, yeah, Hillary had a boot for a while. I remember right before Biden took office, he had a boot. They're like, "Oh, oh, he's not going to get sworn in. He's going to get indicted instead." I mean, just. They're always they're looking for it. They're always mm-hmm. looking for that 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 Deus Ex Machina that's going to save them from the bad guys winning. They're and also really into those like, red shoes too, right? <laughs> yes, we've talked about uh, yeah, but re- but red sh- red shoes is more of a uh, evil symbolism thing than uh, a coded message of of good things happening because like the. The boots were, they've been arrested. They got an ankle monitor. Red shoes is they're Satanists wearing flayed baby skin as shoes because they're so depraved and so evil. They're flaunting their satanic hedonism for all the world. I mean, they are. I'm still just wondering if they have a thing with feet. Like, come on, guys. They have a thing with (laughs) a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we have already... We've already established that QAnon have a massive thing when it comes to boats. They love boats. Yeah. Oh, they, they do. Boats. Yeah, we we yeah. watched White Squall for the pod, and my partner was like, oh, I remember that movie. And I was like, you're not going to be happy with the people that also remember it. Um, 
And it, it was just like real baffling shit, like where they got, where they get any of this. And I was like, this movie's fine. It's not like bad, but it's also not good. <laughs> like, it's just like, what are, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they clearly have a thing for boats. Like what? <laughs> I yeah. will never understand. And, yeah. No. So uh, KBJ got confirmed. QAnon is angry, sad, but again, because they can never actually accept a defeat, they're trying to figure out how, how are we going to get out from under this one? How is this going to work out for us in the long run? So, they're going to have their new talking points and they're going to have their way to get her off the bench sooner or later. I'm sure that any day now, but I'm sure Patel Patriot, my favorite moron is going to have a thing in devolution about how Biden's not allowed to appoint Supreme court justices. <laughs> and that this will, and that once Trump reveals himself, this, uh, this appointment will be taken down and then uh, Trump will be able to nominate some uh, like, like, I don't know, a clone of Hitler or something for the Supreme Court, because that's about what they need for someone to be on the bench now. Uh, doing a quick pivot away from our headlines that we that we had posted in our uh, little peek behind the curtain in Hell World here. We had a couple headlines we were going to run with for the serious part of our news. But I just remembered um, that um, Arizona Attorney General Mark Rogovich, I can never get his last name right, but... Uh, that guy who had been flirting with QAnon for as long as he could, because he's running for Senate, and in order to in, in order to try to win a Republican primary, you've got to kowtow to Trump and preach the big lie and all that good stuff. So, um, Mr. Attorney General here uh, finally released a uh, report today that there was in fact no widespread voter fraud oh. in the Arizona election of twenty twenty. What a twist! Uh, uh, Joe, Bi- someone, cow. yeah, I'm just joking. So, uh, Joe- <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, Joe Biden has won uh, Arizona more than anyone else has ever won a state in the history of American electoral politics. So, uh, jo- Joe Biden, oh, congratulations on what is now, I believe, your fourth or fifth victory in the state of Arizona over uh, former President Trump. Uh, QAnon has basically what QAnon is latching on to is that there is this lie that there's 200,000 votes in uh, Arizona that don't have chain of custody. And this is this is all just uh, paperwork. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't like no yeah it wasn't all the i's were dotted t's were crossed this is all just minor clerical shit that nobody actually believes is anything and we know that he doesn't think it's anything because if he thought it was anything he's the attorney general of arizona he could arrest people he could indict them he has the power to do these things and because he's not doing it and he's just putting he's just putting out statements where he's like yeah, there's a few things that are a little suspect here, but on the whole, bargle bargle. So yeah, it's um, it, it it's hilarious how these people try to tap dance around QAnon to placate them when it's impossible. Like all you can do to make them happy is indict people, and guess what's going to happen then? Those guys, those people are going to walk because you don't have a case, and all you're doing is trying to like push the QAnon blame off yourself to the judge and the jury of that case. But they're still going to blame you. I, I just want to know when Matt Gates is finally getting indicted. That guy 
it feels like they've had him dead to they it feels yes. like they've had him dead to rights for like a million years. I it, it, that that's one of those things where it feels like to me that they're just like so cognizant of what an absolute shit show it is when they indict him that they want every crumb of evidence they can possibly have yeah. and they want to make sure that all of that evidence is going to be admissible in trial and that cuz they, they know that they, they they know that Gates uh, a million years ago it was announced that Gates had hired out of state attorneys for his defense and when you in the legal circles that the stuff I was reading was saying like you hire out of state people to go scorched earth. Like if you hire a lawyer from Florida to defend yourself in a Florida crime, that defense attorney is going to deal with, the, with that prosecutor again. He's going to need that guy to cut his, his buddy mm, a, a plea deal okay. when he needs it. He's going to, he's going to need some sort of like glad handing and grab assing. When you bring New York lawyers to Florida, you want those guys to just pit bull that shit. They're just going after everything. They don't care about making friends. They're just here to ruin everything. And however they get you acquitted, they don't care because they're on a plane back to New York the next night. They're never going to deal with those prosecutors again. Everybody can go to hell. So it feels like the prosecution in that case is like battening down the hatches for what's coming for them. So that's going to be really interesting. If and when it happens. Yeah, it just feels like they've been battening down the hatches for like a million years. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. They're just like making sure everything is airtight. But it's also Florida, so who knows? Yeah, you get one one nut. No, it's important to point out. Yeah, like Florida politics is very swampy, and I don't. I'm sorry about the pun in that. I didn't even mean it to start with it, but to say that, like, but it's just, it's, it's horrible how swampy it is. And it's also, um, it's, it's bad how it's, I mean, Trump didn't get that that phrase from nowhere. right, Right. Exactly. But I mean, like, it's also, it's also believable that it, it might be taking this much time because they're actually working on a network of people in government mm. that are doing multiple, multiple yeah. crimes. And, they, and so like, that's are. why it's taking like so many things and like, they might have all the information that they need on guts, but if they like pulled on guts, it might affect something that's, you know, technically going to affect something that would hit something on the state level that they really think is important and want to get first or something like that. And it's just, I could believe that it could be that complicated because it sounds like when you, when you finally read some of the stories that come out of Florida politics, it all sounds like a clown show. I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, it sounds like a pure clown show. I mean, this is when this whole story first broke, you literally had uh, Matt Gates on Tucker Carlson's show, seemingly trying to blackmail Tucker Carlson. Yes. I mean, oh, it's yes. that way. I mean, you remember I her. Mean, that's how this opened. She was right with you and your yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah, we she made, was like that. You and your wife, Tucker. We made an endless joke we, about it. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. She was with you and your wife, Tucker. We've got photos of of you and her together, Tucker, with your wife also, Tucker. You you, you know the photos I'm talking about. There might yeah. even be videos, Tucky Tuck. I mean, like it was just like wow. And Tucker Carlson just like was like just ended the interview. I don't, I don't know remember what that. that mean, I'm I, sorry about that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't know you, Matt. Smell you later, buddy. I mean, yeah. So that. All I can think of was when you talked about the swampy politics of Florida. It's not only like the the like the whole like congregations of grift and that stuff. The thing that I was remembering is the uh, is the fact that they there are actual there's a network in Florida of these shitheads who let's say there's a Republican and he's running against like. Connor Davis in the fifth district of Florida for some office, these assholes will literally find a person named Connor Davis, pay for their can their uh, their fees to run them as a candidate. Oh yeah, and run them as an I independent and run them as an run them, run them as an independent to try to save for votes from the Democrat named Connor Davis because they're just hoping an idiot will check the wrong box because it's the same name, like. Like there's no low these people will not stoop to in an effort to try to win an election. I mean, Florida is an ab- is absolutely the worst. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. So yeah, uh, yeah, to, to talk about that, yeah. And uh, thankfully, yeah. we can now while we're in uh, Florida, we can pivot. While we're in Florida, we can pivot to. Uh, so what's going on with Disney? Waka waka! Oh my god! So. This whole thing about uh, KBJ being a pedophile enabler and light sentences on pedophiles and all this stuff and the Florida don't say gay bill. Basically, Republicans were trying to find a way to like uh, to fire back at the people who were uh, attacking them for the don't say gay bill because they, they know that being a bunch of homophobic, transphobic bigots is... Not a winner in the long run, but it will keep white people angry and motivated in the short term. So we're going to go with that. And yeah, and pedophiles like their so, extra double like catchphrase right now. Oh, oh, pedophiles passe, my good friend. Oh dear, Sarge, yeah. you're, you're you're so last week. The new the new hotness is groomer. Yeah, the new groomer. hotness. Yeah, the new hotness is groomer. Uh, like now, basically, what they're saying is that if you if you opposed the don't say gay bill, you're a groomer. You want these teachers in these schools to be grooming children, and now they're calling Disney a groomer network. Um, Jack Posobiec uh, posted a T-shirt that had like the Disney logo on it with the word groomer under it instead of Disney. Which, uh, by all means, Jack Posobiec and everyone oh. else, please wear a shirt. Please wear a shirt that says "Groomer" yeah. on it, and just walk around town. Just uh, see see how great that works out for you with your weird anti Disney shirt with the word "Groomer" in it in big bold letters. You weird fuck. So. This is the thing about this is that Republicans have always done this shit. Like McCarthyism and calling everybody a communist for a long time, and I mean, like for the past year or so, Marjorie Taylor Greene's called people communists, socialists. Mm-hmm. They just like throwing these buzzwords. They throw these buzzwords out. They don't even know what they mean. 
But now we've gotten to groomer and pedophile, which those words are so loaded and they're really dangerous words. When you start talking about how all your political enemies are pedophiles and Mm -hmm. the only way to save children from pedophiles is to throw them in jail or kill the pedophiles you are now making it really easy to justify violence against your political enemies. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely what because you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm doing it because I got to save the children because on the one hand, we have the most innocent good thing in the world, the children. And on the other side, we have the worst thing in the world, pedophiles and groomers. And I'm on the side of the children. So there's really no crime I can commit against those who would harm the children that would not be justifiable because why are you protecting the people that hurt children? What's wrong with you? Are you a groomer? Are you a pedophile? If you really think about it, this approach is, is kind of an aspect of like them grooming the public to be weaponized against anyone who isn't going to align with their beliefs. It is grooming them because it's making anything other than exactly what they're thinking and exactly what they're saying a the 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 actual perpetrator the the groomer it's going to make them that it's binary you know it's well, like I, I, you know I, I, yeah I, I i grooming is i don't know if that's a term but this is extremism it's accelerationism. Uh, again, because I'm going to toot my own horn, because if you don't promote yourself, who's going to promote you? But this is uh, one of the signs of conspiratorial thinking I have in my, my pinned tweet right now. Uh, sign number five Sign number five is good versus evil. And you, you make the world black and white. You make the world, I'm on the side of God and justice, and my enemy is on the side of Satan and evil. And that's all there is to it. And once you make the world this total no shades of gray you're either pure good or you're pure bad you just set it up that you can do anything you want there's i mean it's why people kill abortion doctors it's why Mm -hmm. people commit these terrible acts of violence because they have to be right i'm right i had to kill that doctor because he was killing babies i'm justified that's the mentality and it's a very dangerous mentality to have and now it's way more dangerous because, I mean, I mean, if you're an abortion doctor, I apologize, but holy shit, that's a dangerous line of work, and it always has been. But now, now, anyone you don't like, anyone like if like literally, one of these nuts can go into a Disney theme park and start shooting now, and their justification would be every parent who took their kid into that building was a pedophile that was grooming their children to be victims of pedophiles. Like, like you now have made massive quantities of the American public justifiable targets for your violence and your, and, and your mental illness for your sickness, because you're taking the most boring thing in the world. Disney, they literally produce the most milk, the most milk toast content imaginable. Mm. They're editing out, they're editing out blood in the violent scenes on the Disney plus TV shows. They, That's been a big, they got called out on that and they, they put the blood back in. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of shit. I mean, I, I mean, they wouldn't have even needed Lucas to do the whole Han shot first controversy. Like, they're all about that kind of just wishy washy, uh, placating the middle America kind of bullshit. And now them, these unbelievably boring, uh, the opposite of edgy mainstream entertainment content providers. You're throwing them under the bus. Like Disney's too spicy for you. I mean, it's just it's just so ridiculous that this is where we are. That, that this is where we're this is what we're doing now. In, in, in the in the year of our Lord 2022, that that we're that we're that we're having to fight to try to uh, like not see Frozen as a groomer movie or whatever else it is. I mean, hey, why aren't we talking about Bruno? What'd you do to Bruno, you perverts? I mean, that's where we're at. We're yeah. at this level of super bizarre, super weird. Like, they, the, these right-wingers, they always talk about, oh, you triggered beta snowflake cucks, everything gets you angry. And now they've gotten to this point where everything on their TV makes them angry. Everything upsets them. Everything offends them. Um a few days ago, people were talking about like, hey, why does Gab suddenly hate sports all of a sudden? It's like, oh, no, Gab's always hated sports. <laughs> These people, because like, because that's one of those other like dumb ties that bind. Like you could be a Trump supporter. I could be a Biden supporter. But we both liked seeing Mac Jones sling the ball around at Gillette Stadium. Touchdown, Patriots. And that's the thing is that like, these kind of groups, they don't want you to have friends and play fantasy football and live outside the tribe of lunatics that are trying to rope you into Holocaust denial and all the rest of that stuff. They want you as isolated, angry, and as miserable as possible. So they got to tell you, hey, don't even watch sports. Sports is part of the deep state plot to distract you, bro. I mean, you got to just sit all day online posting memes and watching Jordan Peterson videos on YouTube. That's a healthy lifestyle. That's what's going to get you your alpha male mentality so you can finally take back America from the forces of evil. And it, it I mean, it's just such a shitty way to live. I've just seen so many QAnon uh, followers. Not the, the big promoters won't say this stuff. Yeah. But I've seen like so many followers in the reply sections that are just like, you know, I can't listen to music anymore because I know who makes it. And it just makes me sad. It's like, can you imagine taking away a form of entertainment from yourself? Like, I used to enjoy this thing, but now I can't because other people have poisoned my head that the people that make the thing I enjoy are Satan-worshipping blood drinkers. So I can't enjoy some kicking tunes anymore. Nope, sure can't. I can't listen to be I can't listen to Beyonce and Lady Gaga because I know who they really are now. And that just makes me that just that just rustles my jimmies. I mean, it's just it's so ridiculous that these people would like forgo joy in their lives to like it's like I could have some joy in my life, but I'd rather have sadness and anger. That's that's the health. That's what's healthy is instead of singing along to some music that I enjoy, I should be upset at the world to make some memes about how much I hate Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. That's what that's what's going to be fulfilling for me. That's what's going to put I mean, a smile that, on my face. That's just where we are. That is what is happening. Like, you know, it's not great. It's the opposite of great. It's really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, uh, sorry that I was on my soapbox for so long. Shark, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, like, I, I really appreciate you bringing up, like, the, the groomer stuff, because that is, that is something that's kind of, kind of close to my heart. Like, I worked, um, at a children's hospital and I didn't, I don't have permission to tell which one, um, from our media team. So I have to just say a children's hospital. Um, and I worked responding to psychiatric emergencies. Um, and it was, you know, a hospital that is a medical hospital and not a psychiatric hospital, but at the same time we had to take these kids no matter what, but a lot of them actually were trauma victims. And we had people that were brought in sometimes from the FBI because they actually were trafficked. And we sometimes had um, people, you know, kids brought in because they did need to be, have um, rape kits done because, you know, they were abused and everything. But um, when you're involved in those cases of being, you know, one of the support people and you are involved in the actual realities and you know from what the FBI is telling you so that you can actually be a, an, an appropriate support, um, you start thinking about all of these things that QAnon says and it's like you don't need to be actually this dramatic, guys. The evil is actually not that dramatic. There's just some people that know how to be able to get a commodity and not care about what it suffers and use it. And it's something that they, you know, they don't think about it as a human. And that's something where um, it's hard for... most of us to be able to like 98% of us to be able to understand, but there's probably 2% of the world that completely understands that they can use people and not really care that much about what happens to them. And those people are not the people um, that QAnon are describing. Um, I wish they actually would, listen to some of the stuff that the crime statistics and some of the information that comes out of John Jay and the FBI and some of the stuff that's actually out there because these are real problems. They are actual real problems. You know, child sexual abuse and grooming is a real problem, but grooming is not something that actually happens within a 90 minute movie that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, within a ninety-minute movie, in like in the what the fourth-grade class. I, I mean, it's all just. I mean, well, I don't know, maybe yeah. there, but yeah. probably not. Gro- grooming, grooming is a culture. Grooming is finding someone and manipulating them for years and years. To like take and and I and I mean like generally speaking like it's a it's an older male grooming a younger female. I mean obviously there there's other part other ways this can work, but that's the standard thing where you have these guys that are in their thirties and forties and they 
groom a young woman until she's 18. Then they marry her and they have their child's bride and it's horribly creepy and sick. And we literally have a law they're trying to pass in Tennessee to abolish mm-hmm. a, at legal age for marriage. We have a groomer law we're, we're working on in Tennessee right now by Republicans and yet you have QAnon and they're ill yelling, okay, groomer at Democrats. And it's like, hey, you, 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 look at Tennessee, QAnon. Look at, uh, I, I don't see anyone don't talking that, about what's going on in Tennessee right I now. I don't think that bill goes anywhere. And I personally think it's some sort of, um, whatchamacallit, like smokescreen to cover for something else. That's my, like, I'm like, wow, that seems like some really bombastic, uh, Policy. Uh, well, well, the smokescreen. The smokescreen is uh, people are talking about the fact that they may be trying to actually get kind of the state out of the business of marrying people. They're trying to like kind of backdoor illegalizing gay marriage again in Tennessee through what they're doing with these bills. So that might be what they're trying to do, actually. But hey, if, if your if your headline is is literally uh, abolish uh, legal ages for marriage. And your party is running on a hardcore anti-grooming, anti-child bride platform. Well, guess what? That's a bad look. And I'm going to call you the grooming child bride party now. At this yeah. Point. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If 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 the anchor fits, I'm going to throw it at you, and you're going to have to catch it and sink to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, so that's just the way that works. Um. So our last little headline here, which uh, may have been aggressively burying the lead. Um, two men were arrested for posing as uh, fake government a- officials who uh, they claimed that they were part of a uh, government operation that was that does not exist, where they called themselves part of the U.S. Special Police Investigation Unit. Um, what happened here and. Uh, the FBI didn't catch these guys. Uh, the NSA didn't catch these guys. Uh, lo- local law enforcement didn't catch them. One of these idiots uh, beat up a mail carrier. Mm. And when uh, the U.S. Postal Service, in, U.S. Postal Inspection Service, so the, the, the mail police, the mail police began investigating these guys for beating up a mail carrier. I'm not even joking. This is like, hey, and, and I, I've heard, I've heard legends of the male police. You don't fuck with the male police. No. They're serious. <laughs> wow. Um, but, but the, yeah, but the male police began investigating these guys, and after a little while, they were like, "There's no such thing as the U.S. Special Police Investigation Unit. These guys are faking, like being part of the government. They're doing something really weird." And as they kept pulling on the strings of who these guys were and what they were doing, they found out that these guys have been trying to secure access to Secret Service agents. And uh, four Secret Service agents have been put on leave uh, pending the results of this investigation. And these guys have been offered, these guys were offering Secret Service agents uh, rent free apartments including a penthouse worth over $40,000 a year, iPhones, surveillance systems, drones, uh, flat-screen televisions. Uh, One of the two men offered to purchase a $2,000 assault rifle for a Secret Service agent who is assigned to protect the First Lady. So they were trying to curry favor with a guy who was actually a Secret Service agent that was protecting the First Family. 
Um, yeah. So what? And and as you as you heard from the list of gifts these guys were showering on these Secret Service agents, they were really buttering them up with a lot of shit, and they were. They had gotten to the inner circle. They had gotten to a secret. Yeah. So, I mean, like, kind of best case scenario, these guys are part of a spy network and they were trying to, like, get, like, basically assets in the Secret Service that could help them get dirt on the Biden family. (laughs) Sure. Uh, The Yeah, the, the darker, far more terrible outcome here is that these guys were working on a hit on the president. I mean, that's I mean, that's what you do. Like Holy the Secret Service is the Praetorian Guard of the President. Like, I mean, so that's so I mean there's all there's only two options. Incredibly bad or the worst possible thing imaginable. Like so this case, uh like the, the story like broke like last night. So um the the two men um, who uh, Ared uh, oh the, his last name is absolutely impossible uh, Tirazadha and Hater Ali thank God for the oh. thank you Hater thank you for having a name I could actually pronounce oh good but uh, <laughs> I yeah, was these, hoping they were white yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, oh uh, actually actually I believe that uh, some of the story that has been going around is that they may be connected to Turkish intelligence. So, um, so the, yeah. So, yeah, this is a real, this is a very, this is a very bizarre story that is ongoing. And again, like, these these guys got caught because they beat up a mail carrier. And, like, they, they, they were not on the radar of any actual uh, intelligence agency or law enforcement agency. Um, so this is, um, uh, oh, actually, no, it was actually Pakistani intelligence and they had visas for Pakistan and Iran. So yeah. Worrying to say the uh, least. Yeah. So this is, uh, there was a lot of videos on, uh, social media, uh, my, my favorite of which was, Three FBI agents. One one was a woman and two dudes, and the woman is like literally wearing blue jeans, uh, a short sleeve t shirt, and she's got on a bulletproof vest with FBI on the back. And the two dudes are in khakis and t shirts with bulletproof vests with FBI. So it's like it's a casual it's a casual Wednesday, but wear your bullet wear your bulletproof vest while you're at it. So it's just like oh my god. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Yeah. So this is um, really interesting what's going on here um, with this story. And I mean, those Secret Service agents. Yeah, those Secret Service agents. um, I'm seeing some people who are like, hey, any Secret Service agent who receives a bribe needs to be federally prosecuted. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I would tend to agree. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I, I wish we had more like meat on this story bone as it were, because it just sounds so inflammatory and wild, but uh, hopefully next week we're going to have more of the story fleshed out to report to you guys about this. Cause uh, to say this is crazy is an understatement. Yeah. It's wow. Okay. <laughs> like, was I don't even a, know what yeah. to do with all that. <laughs> was it a bribe wow. for them to have maxed out their budgets for the uh, Secret Service uh, with the Trumps? Well, no, that was just Trump stealing money from the <laughs> government. That was all that was. I mean, that, I mean, like... <laughs> I mean that was just that was that was just an obvious grift. I mean, like Grifters we knew what, the, and, and and that was, and that was all being reported at the time that it was happening that like that, that Trump was charging the Secret Service to use his golf his golf carts and making them pay for the hotel rooms in his in his hotels. I mean, that was just a scam. Like this, I mean, like yeah, no, I know this is next level. This is next level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we have covered slightly more than an hour of news, which is more than all of our tiny brains can handle. Yep. So let's crack open the mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q&A. Uh, so uh, Mebad asks, I remember hearing from the QAA boys about how Q knew the future from quantum stuff and the time-traveling Trump uncle. Why didn't they get into spirit channeling stuff or stuff like the Edison spirit phone? Or is Quantum Cons just a modern version of that? Um, I think Project Looking Glass and that kind of stuff. It um, the whole idea of like gazing into the time streams has enough like credibility with the Matrix and Doctor Strange and that like genre of the fantasy realm where QAnon can riff off of that and feel comfortable with it. Whereas when you start getting into the spirit channeling, that ain't Christian. I don't like it. So yeah, I think that QAnon's relation yeah. to Christianity is both deep and tentative. Like they they like it until they don't. But I, I think you're oh, onto absolutely. something with the they're just like, oh, well, one of these is talking to ghosts and one is science, which they also hate. <laughs> Well, they like to pretend that they like science yeah. until until it discredits them. And, and that, I mean, we love science, but we hate vaccines. Yeah. I mean, so, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah. you just flip-flop. I'm in a real fantasy mood right now, and but I, because I've been playing Elden Ring, but I'm excited to go back to cyberpunk. So there you go. I mean, yeah. it's really just balance and what you consume. Yep, we all, we all have multitudes inside us. Yeah. Um, I stand by do you that. have anything to say, Shark? I mean, I love you guys. Uh, you guys are funny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was not what I was expecting. So I'm going to move swiftly along to our next question from Cleodora Silvestri. Uh, is a proud note coiner. Uh, back to not liking uh, any proud cryptos. Uh, nice. I like it. Yeah. Now that Marjorie Taylor Greene's initials have ruined Magic Gathering discussions, what other game do you feel will be ruined next by some other crazy QAnon per- per- person's unfortunate initials? Um, I don't know that anyone can mess up Legend of the Five Rings because L5R is pretty... Well, I mean, that, um, that game's dead, the, so... It, yeah, oh, it's also dead, but I'm just saying like the, the, the number five makes it hard to screw it up with initials. I really can't think of, I really can't think of any other games that are aggressively initial based the way Magic: The Gathering is. I mean, Vampire: yeah. The Masquerade, y- Yu Gi Oh uh, doesn't really like count. Nope, Yu Gi Oh is just Yu Gi Oh. Pokemon's just Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know that there's enough uh, Americans weird need weird need to abbreviate both politicians and games into initials. Uh, it doesn't feel like we're going to get that kind of crossover again um, anytime soon. I remember uh, like um, there there was like some uh, call it there were like two colleges. One of them was like I think it was like Bradley and Pitt played each other and it made Brad Pitt on the scoreboard and that became a thing everyone got a laugh out of. And I, I, there's like two, um, there's like two long haul truck driving companies. One's named Taylor and one's named Swift. And finally someone saw Taylor Swift on the highway and they got to get the photo of that. So that, that, that was good for the lulls, but yeah, I don't know that there is a, a possible, uh, crossover from right-wing extremist lunatic to be- beloved card game anytime in the near future. The I, way Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene is. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really As a child, digging, I wasn't to allowed to touch cards. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Sarge. I just sorry about no, that. No, no, you're good. Go I, ahead. I finish. was just like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> No, no, I had nothing else. That was the thing. I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, that, that would make pulling something for this bit real hard if you don't even, if you're not familiar with any card games. Uh, and like, yes. yeah, I, I'm just going, going through my whole Rolodex in my head. Like, uh, so this, um, like, so this pastor's kid that grew up in the evangelical world, um, child of the corn is not going to bring any game to the, to the, <laughs> to the discussion at all. Because honestly, like outside of maybe categories, um, I don't really know a whole lot. Muggle. So they were, they really... I mean, even taboo, he was concerned about that. He was concerned. Oh yeah! Wow, he was taboo. concerned. Taboo had concerns, um, uh, so like we just waited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I would say that um. I remember when I, I went to like this weird private school for a couple years. I was in public school for a long time. And then uh, my parents were just like, hey, uh, let's put him in private school, get him a better education. And I went to this very, very weird private school that was like not a lot of kids. And you hung out with everyone from every grade. So it was like first graders up through like uh, people that were about to become a junior high. Like there was like basically a senior and junior high from a first right. grader. 
And the school was wacky and they had, uh, and, and the thing was, is like, so uh, it's time for poker sob story. It's my villain origin story. But uh, I joined the school. Uh, that, that noise, we might turn into a drop. So thank you, Shark. But um, so there was, so like I joined the school halfway through the year and I'm the new kid. So everyone hates me. And it is the weirdest thing to be like the the dork of a school where like everyone from a first grade, like I was in like sixth grade. So everyone from like uh, eighth grade to a first grade, like hates me. Like, it, and, and, and that was my lot in life for that half year. And then right. the other, the, the next year I joined in, this kid who was even weirder dork than me showed up and got all the heat off me and everyone hated that kid. And uh, it, it was weird. It was very weird because I knew what he was going through. But at the same time, I'm like, better than you, better you than me, bucko. Very, very grateful you're catching that, those slings and arrows on my behalf, buddy. <laughs> but uh, I remember one of those years, and again, this was like just like so people go, like just uh, we're a small like private school here to unlock the potential of your children, and that's all we're in for, and all this stuff. And the people that ran the school did two very weird things. One, during the summer, they would send out like a uh, it was just like predated email, but they'd send you out a letter basically asking if you'd like come in to help renovate their home because their, their home was the school. And during the summer, they, they, literally they would ask for free child labor for a weekend to help like fix the, fix the building up. And the other thing that I remember that was really weird was um, we went on a field trip and some kids wanted to buy an Ouija board and they were dead set against buying the Ouija board. They were yeah. like, we are not letting the children of the school buy an Ouija board. What? That's it was like, devil. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you're, you're going to open a, yeah, you're going to open a gate to, Mo- to Moloch if we let you buy that thing. And it was, and, and I'll never, and like, like once I was like midway through high school, I'm like, why didn't they let us buy the Ouija board? That's so dumb. Oh my God. Like, if there was ever a way to make a kid more edgelord and more rebellious, it's telling them that a stupid toy you can buy from Toys R Us is like scary and demonic. I mean, oh man, I just, I'll never forget how much credibility they lost in my eyes from that nonsense. But uh, so, so anyways, thank you for that question. Uh, Amanda Scatlin asks, uh, what is the most ridiculous Q saying? Trust the plan. The storm is coming. Why is this relevant? Uh, feel free to add others. Uh, I think uh, my top two would be uh, trust the plan and uh, nothing can stop what is coming because both of them, both of them just tell you to have faith. And like when you talk to QAnon people, when they don't get on their high horses about God wins and all that kind of stuff, they're talking about how, oh, I, all I do is I do my own research and I get the evidence and I find out what's really going on and I know what's happening. And yet you look at the two biggest, most uh, used slogans in QAnon, and they're entirely faith-based. There's no evidence or research you can do to, quote-unquote, trust the plan. You either trust the plan or you don't. And uh, when you're yelling, nothing can stop what is coming, you're 
you have faith that Q is going to do something to save the world. You have no evidence for that. I mean, you, you've read, I've read the Q drops, dum dums. I, I, that's my, one of my favorite things that people are like, anybody who's read the Q drops will know that. And it's like, I've read them. They're terrible. They're stupid. They're awful. Like, trust mm-hmm. me, there's nothing magical about reading that bullshit. Oh yeah. So we, did we get through the first 80 or whatever? And- no, we, we got we got to like, we got to like the first fifty, and then like we and then we pivoted from a Q drop based podcast to a current events podcast. Yeah, because yeah. we just had so much shit to talk about because we were getting into the election at that point, and uh, the election and COVID kind of broke the mold. <laughs> yeah. On, also, uh, Q stopped posting. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and then and Q also yeah, and Q also became part time in his job. I mean, all of that. I mean, like. But it was like one of these things where, like, hey, do you want to review this three-year-old Q drop, or do you want to talk about this murder plague that might end humanity? It's like, ah, eh, we should probably talk about the murder plague. That seems like it's more culturally relevant right now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I, I so uh, Sarge, uh, do you have a particularly stupid Q uh, slogan that you hate? Having watched uh, where we go, one we go all. Having having watched uh, the movie. I, I have a uh, a weird fondness in my heart for that, I guess you could say. Um, it's yeah, it's hard. They're they're all very dumb guys. Like they're real dumb, and uh, I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, I have a fondness in my heart for that one. Um, I mean, because it sounds good. It sounds positive. It's yeah. like solidarity. Uh, I don't know if I've met, I've told this story on the podcast, but um, so we were talking to management has a meeting with the customer, with our staff and the manager is talking about like, uh, we're, we're, we're a team. We're all together. We're all like working to achieve common goals. And uh, he declared, and I quote, where we go one, we go all. And at this at this meeting, at this staff meeting, there was a woman that was one of my fellow employees who was wearing a hat with a Q and a white rabbit on it. Oh no. That woman that woman got the absolute wrong message from what he when he said that. And I literally had to find uh, someone in management like a couple weeks later. And I was like, hey, that was a real great speech from that guy, did a real bang up job, but let me tell you what where we go one, we go all means nowadays in the world. And that woman was like, oh, my God, these people ruin everything. And I'm like, they really do. Yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, thank you for telling me that. I will relay that message to him. So it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, so that was hilarious. Uh, do you have a particular slogan, Shark? Not, not to sound like I'm just, you know, parroting you, but like I have to go with you on trust the plan because it especially hits on my points of kind of growing up in that religious world of it is absolutely just, it is, it is, it almost looks like the kind of like, you know, beautiful little, um, you know, watercolors you'll find in Bible stores kind of thing like that is trust the plan kind of thing like that. There's just something about it that is so typical of the culture that is um, don't examine anything critically because that's not what you're asked of. It's just go with it. 
Um, and that's actually, I don't think you, at all is that that's all a, an exact reading of anything that's written in the Bible. And, and that's not right. even me trying to actually be like a Bible proponent. I'm actually just saying fairly, I don't think that's, that's a fair reading of some of things. It's supposed to be I do read like in a more critical well. way. I mean, it's just, yeah. um, it's just so, it's just so needlepoint pillow of what I grew up with that it, like, I just know exactly the kind of people who will respond to it. They're the same people that have footprints in their bathroom. They do, the, you know, like that poem footprints, they have it posted yeah, in their yeah. bathroom. Oh, I, yeah. <sighs> We, right next to I, where they the, have, you know, that that special that special towel that they have on that one special ring that's near the, you know, the <laughs> the, the, the. I'm from the Midwest. For the guests, I'm well aware of, you know? of footprint. <laughs> I'm, I'm man, yeah. Foot, so I mean, yeah. I'm just, it, I'm just thinking of kind of that like typical evangelical. Um, thing that just spreads across so much of america so many people can relate to it and yeah i guess i can just say yeah that 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 would be my winner okay uh so thank you for the question uh will coomer asks uh i probably missed the deadline but i'll ask anyways no you didn't miss the deadline will you're no deadline here uh no deadlines here you have no idea the slack production uh schedule here at hell world um my mother-in-law says there are secret tunnels under Disney World for trafficking child sex slaves. Have you all heard anything about this? Uh, <laughs> uh, for what? For, for FYI, the mother-in-law gets all her info from Facebook. Uh, this is just another reca- recounting of mole children. This is just another recounting of the dumbs. Also, yes, all there, of the other- there are tunnels. They are not secret. They're for moving goods and stuff away from the the public. It's not... <laughs> Stop child trafficking. It's so they can bring those fucking popcorn buckets to you and not have them clogging up all the the walkways for the important money spending people. Like there's nothing nefarious about it. It's just And they can't go so that they don't big because that up. is swampland. Like yeah. like we're not talking about like seven, you know, seven levels of evil, you know, like that go down de- deep down. No, you can't do that in that swampland. So no. Yeah. There's so many things based in truth that don't have a nefarious origin. We yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have thoughts on that? Yes. Um I haven't looked at it in a while. There's a book called Behind the Ears, and it's the um it's stuff that goes on at Disney world that they like, don't like to talk about. Um, if you're interested, it is, um, it is a really good book. Uh, I recommend it. If you hear someone, uh, over like someone's calm called like an honored guest or treasured guest. I, I don't remember the exact code word. Uh, that means they're a real asshole and security needs to come escort them out. Um, they, they have a bunch of little like code words and stuff. Um, and like the, the cast members who dress up as the, uh, characters, they're never allowed to say that at like at work, uh, or when they're not at work that they 
play Aladdin or whatever. It says they they say things like when I was hanging out with or um or when I spent my day with Aladdin or Cinderella. Um they say stuff like that. It's interesting. I, I, love it. I, I have a lot of I like behind Disney uh shit like that. So there you go. I actually had quite a bit of thoughts about Disney tunnels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I uh, I have one bit of secret casino lore that I will not uh, give to the public because it would ruin the code, which is uh, bad, and I and I don't want to do that to my fellow staff. But one thing I will uh, say that is um, a thing that happens is you, at, it, when you're when you're dealing in the pit, you, like people give you money, and then you take the money, you put it over a slot, then you have a plunger. And you just drive them. You drive the plunger down. It puts the money in the box, and then the money's gone. So, if there's ever an incident at a table, be it a rude patron or the dealer made a mistake or anything like that, what the what the dealer is instructed to do is to lift the plunger up and then just rest it on the felt of the table, so mm. that way surveillance can use that as a timestamp to find out when the incident happened. So like they know that like the incident happened before the plunger got removed. So if they scan the, they're watching the video, they see the plunger, they're like, Oh, okay, go back, go back like five minutes and watch through that. So like if uh, you ever see like a, a drunk lunatic or someone getting mouthy with a casino person, you will very likely see the casino employee lift the plunger and then just rest it on the table as a way to tip surveillance off as okay. to what they need to look at when they're looking back on the video. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't, behind the chips. I don't know what we call that. And so uh, yeah, that's, I don't know if yeah. it's still in print. I'll have to see. I, I always meant to get my own copy of behind the ears. I, I thought it was uh, like super interesting. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the question. Our last question in the mailbag is from Reverend Xenofact, and they ask, it looks like MTG is going fuller QAnon by accusing Romney, etc., of being pro-pedophile while ignoring, ignoring her buddy Matt Butthead Gates. Uh, forget Republicans claiming everybody else is a pedo. How many will turn on each other using that term, and how much popcorn will we need? Um, well, I mean, the thing is, is that they are, except for Madison Cawthorn, who was dumb enough to accuse <laughs> Nameless Republicans. Yeah, well, besides him, who was dumb enough to bring, yep, to bring up fellow Republicans being uh, cocaine-fueled, uh, sex-bending lunatics. Uh, Republicans know better than to piss inside the tent and that kind of and that, that sort of thing. I mean, Jim Jordan covered up all kinds of sexual abuse. Um, Matt, Matt Gates is hopefully going to get indicted sometime this decade. So they're very they, – no Republican knows the name Denny Hassert. They, they, who's he? I don't know what you're talking about. Roy Moore? Right. Never heard of him. So so the, their amount of tolerance for pedophilia inside their own camp is incredible. Um so it'll be very interesting. I mean, if and it, it, that's the thing that's going to be really funny is if Matt Gates gets indicted, um, QAnon's going to call it a frame up. They're not going to believe his victims. They're not going to believe oh, his underage. They've women. said that a million times already. 
Right. They're hypocrites. They're absolute hypocrites. Uh, all of their claims to being save the children and anti-pedophilia and pro-victim, they go right out the window when it's one of their one of their people uh, who's caught committing the crime. So I don't know that we're going to get a lot of popcorn or enjoyment out of it because um, they're very good at circling the wagons because they have no shame and they're total hypocrites. I, I'm genuinely, I'm weirdly bummed out that they hate Alex Jones because, man, the amount of hay they'd be making with all of his depositions and everything. Oh, God. Like, the, the frame-up's in full effect on him. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have their kayfabe hatred of Alex Jones. Oh, man. I mean, they, so delicious they'll listens. never own that, like, QAnon really got started on his network. Network or show, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, this was the continuation of Pizzagate and uh, well, it was one of, Alex. Was, it was one of his other, like, not his shows. They They brought a bunch of people on and, like, taught them how to get at the Q drops. Right. I, would love to, I, I don't know that. I'd love to see Owen Troyer or one of those other dingbats be called out for be, having such a heavy hand in the movement. I'll have something uh, on that next week. I, I'm, I know I'm not being crazy. It's It was one of the shows on after Alex, not Alex directly, but um, they, they had a bunch hey. of early QAnon people on. I'm here for it. I'm here to, I'm here for Sarge digging in, digging into the trenches of QAnon's origins. That sounds like it. That sounds like a hoot and a holler. So our uh, question in numerous as always is uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, I, I beat Elden ring today, so I am looking forward to being free. I have, uh, at final, when I beat the final boss, I had 92 hours in the game. Uh, and there were still, huge swaths of it that like I hadn't seen or explored. So that, that game is massive. So if you like that kind of game it is massive and it's a ton of fun, but uh, I beat it. I started new game plus and then I immediately uninstalled it. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to being free. I I'm free now. I'm free from my, my Elden curse and I can play other games. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm looking forward to doing other things. Shark, what do you? Got? I am looking forward to having a mother-daughter weekend. Um, I'm taking my daughter to uh, to Baltimore, and we're going to do some fun stuff together. So um, I'm really I'm really looking forward to that. She's she's 12, and she's just a sweetheart. So I'm I'm really looking forward to just having a girls' weekend. That that does sound like a lot better than what I'm planning on doing. So that's cool. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that uh, Taskmaster returns on the 14th. So I am currently one week away from more delicious Taskmaster. Quite possibly the greatest television show going today or ever. Um, I have one friend who doesn't enjoy Taskmaster and um, I question my friendship with him. I don't know how he could be... I, I don't know how he could be so wrong about this. It's like uh, L getting after me about the Venture Brothers. That's how I am with people when it comes to Taskmaster. So I'm very right. I'm very happy about that. You should give Venture Brothers a chance. Also, Harley Quinn. If you like, if you end up liking Venture Brothers, if you ever do, Harley Quinn is definitely I, heavily I'm, inspired by the animated series. I'm, 
Yeah, right. I, 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 is, is there? A th- I think I've done the. Uh, I've done the two seasons of Harley Quinn that are out. I'm waiting for. Yeah, season that's three. it. If there's yeah. a lot of Venger Brothers DNA in that, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I the thing that's really funny and like I is that every clip I've watched of like later Venture Brothers, like all these different seasons, I enjoy every clip. Then I go to season one and I watch like the first four episodes and I just can't get into season it. One, I just can't do season it. Season one's rough. I'm not going to lie. They they don't, they're not really personalities yet. They're not characters. <sighs> they are tropes. And it's weird. And it's weird that like, Elle probably agree with me. You have to kind of muscle through season one and then they start becoming characters and having uh, and not just tropes, and the, it gets really deep and interesting. And man, like the final season has one of my like favorite jokes, and mo- has a bunch of my favorite jokes and moments. Like I, I, I may just start on season two then because it's just like I just watched it, and like the the boys are idiots. I hate the father. Brock Sampson is this dumb DSX machina. Yeah, and I'm just like. God damn it. Like I've been hit over the head with how good this is, but I, I, I just don't. And then, and again, like I'll just go down this rabbit hole and I'll watch all these clips and I'll see all these characters that had nothing to do with season one. And I'm like, wow, that four minute clip was really entertaining. Wow. That two minute clip nailed it. Chef's kiss. It's, and it's like, it's like me wrecking, recommending Jojo's bizarre adventure to people. Season one is only nine episodes, but it is like, I can't tell people to start there. Like if you're going to start, I ha- I almost always have to tell people if you are interested, you have to start with season three. Um, and then if like, if that you like that, then go back and watch seasons one and two. And it's weird, it, but that guy's been making that series for 30 years and he became a much better writer. And like, the several years where he made the first two. Uh, there's a bunch of lore that happens in season one, but yeah, I, I would maybe try starting on season two. That This has been uh, us. We're looking forward to talking about pop culture. Elle's not here. So we, we had to dig deep into Venture Brothers and Harley Quinn and Jojo. I am. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, 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 nuts to you, Sarge. Uh, Avengers in Hellworld podcast has ended. We're now doing it. We're doing the Babylon 5-5. It's coming back. This was like an episode two callback. Because everything Sarge just said about uh, about JoJo and the Venture Brothers is aggressively true about Babylon 5. Because they, the first season, it goes, it's It's fucking rough. It's rough. It's rough, but it, what's even rougher about the first season is that uh, I, I may have said this in this podcast before. In my head, I apologize, but you're, you've, you're 90 minutes in. You've gotten your fill. Hush, you let the old man repeat his his stories because his memory's gone. Uh, but the 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 lead the the the, the human character is always the lead character. So the main human in the yeah. show, he's the lead. After the first ep- after the first series, J. Michael Straczynski came out and was like. Yeah, we wrote ourselves into a corner. There was no, there was no place to go to develop the character. We needed to bring in a fresh lead human in order to kind of give the show the kick in the ass it needed, and all this kind of stuff. And then, if, and then, many, many, many years later, that 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 actor died, 
And Jackie Michael Straczynski came out and said, oh, yeah, that guy actually was having a mental breakdown. That guy was having aggressive mental health issues. He was barely holding it together on set. He was cracking up in the worst ways possible. And because back then, I mean, Babylon 5 was like in the 90s. Like back then, the idea of an actor coming out about mental health issues was career death. Like you weren't someone that needed treatment. You were nuts and we weren't going to hire you for anything. So basically, they just told him, we will do a cover story, get you off the show, you can get whatever help you need to try to keep your acting career and your life on the straight and narrow. And and so not only, the, not only is the first season rough, you lose the main character at the end of the first season. You get a new main character in season two. So that is wild that they had to do that. And uh, the happy ending for that guy was that uh, he managed to have enough mental health uh, treatment that the big payoff for his character they got to do a couple seasons later in a two-part episode where he came back as a guest character. So, um, <laughs> Babylon, yeah. Babylon five. Yeah. Um, we'll get, we'll get back. Oh, uh, a quick, uh, correction update. The book I was talking about earlier is mouse tales of behind the here's looked at Disneyland. If you're interested, it's on, you can get it on Kindle for 10 bucks. It's a little bit more in paperback and hardback. Um, we will talk more about other obscure pop culture shows that we love on the next episode. And that is me segueing forcefully Mike into take us home. Okay. So I'm taking us home because L's not here. So I will, I will, I will grab Mike reigns. will grab the reins of hell world and steer us out of here. Uh, if you want to hear more of L and Sarge babbling about pop culture, you can listen to them on the binge wordy podcast. They uh, uh, they covered Batman recently. We, we uh, what are you guys Batman. on for this month? We're doing April Goes Swayze. We are, the entire month of April, we're watching Patrick Swayze movies. We're starting with Point Break. Uh, then we're doing Ghost. Then we're doing uh, Dirty Dancing. And then we're doing Roadhouse. So that's that's April. Th- those are, that's Strong all killer no <laughs> Yeah. That is, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, check, out, check out those cats over there. Um, we have to do our shout-outs on the credits, as always. Uh, DJ Minimal Effort, who's never going to be on social media because that dude is weird. Uh, he, did our, he did our banger of an intro. Um, Frosty VO, who we dug out of mothballs to do a cue drop for us. Uh, he did the cue drop this week, which was a Ron Watkins talking his cue. He also does all of our bumps. Uh, you can find him at Frosty VO on Twitter. Um, if you want to support the show, please give us a five-star review on whatever service you are using to listen to this stuff. If you want to do more than just support us by trying to game an algorithm to uh, get other people's eyes and ears upon us, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash poker politics. And if you uh, throw five bucks or more into our can, we will give you delicious bonus content, which I am trying to produce right now. But my day job has absolutely uh, sent me adrift and, uh, and just loose in the world. But I do promise that tonight or tomorrow night, the uh, the tragic presidency of James Garfield will be recorded because I just had an idea in my brain a little while ago that I was like, everyone always talks about Lincoln and Kennedy as the poor presidents who got shot. No one ever gives any love to Garfield or McKinley. And uh, when I de- when I del- delved into James Garfield, the story of how he became president, 
why he got assassinated. It is incredibly weird. This is, it's a very interesting story and I hope that I will be able to tell it well and that will be coming very soon. Uh, also on top of that, uh, we're going to get uh, Sergeant L back together with me. We are going to go over the very brief, because it's about 13 minutes long, uh, cue the plan to save the world, which is... Um, if Q was like if, if we were doing a horrifying ana- analogy to um, like Christianity, Q would basically be like the Jesus figure of the story. Uh, Q, the plan to save the world, is Paul. It is the guy preaching the gospel of QAnon to the world. This video was made by a guy uh, named Joe M. He was one of the OG QAnon promoters back in the day. This video went viral. This is back when two or three million hits was huge. And it really pushed the narrative of QAnon being this thing that was awesome and incredible. And since it's only 13 minutes long, we should be able to hammer it out in about uh, two or three episodes, probably closer to two. So I hope that'll be interesting because that is one of the most important uh, bits of video information that has ever been made about QAnon. It really tells the story of how this whole thing got started. Um, so, uh, that is my, uh, pitch for the bonus content and why you should give us your hard earned money. Another thing that will happen is another thing that will happen is if you give us your hard earned money is we will give you a shout out at the end of the show and you can become one of our beautiful babies. And we're going to say hello to Jonathan N. You are our newest beautiful baby. And we appreciate very much that you're contributing to the podcast. If us chuckleheads shouting into cans about the Venture Brothers and Babylon 5 is not worthy of your cold, hard cash, and by God, how could it not be? Uh, Please give your money to love146.org, an anti-human and child trafficking network who actually wants to do the work that QAnon talks about. But again, strangely, when it's a Republican who does it, they don't talk about it. So these people actually care about this stuff. It is what they're fighting to eradicate. And they're doing the good work. So, yeah, if you if, if you can't give us the money, give it to them. Uh, beyond that, if you want to give some money to some people, donate to Ukraine. Fuck Russia. So, yeah, that's kind of an important thing also in our world. So, uh, having said all of that, uh, I would like to thank uh, thank Nurse Shark for joining us this week. I uh, thank Shark, uh, thank Sarge for joining us most every other week. I'm Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, signing off. Good speed, Patriots. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.